0: What is that, that feeling of fulfillment and ultimately, again, we see a lot of ways to obtain it, to obey, right? Which back to God's given us that instructional manual and so often we just don't read it, right? So then we don't know what success is because we haven't read how to operate our lives correctly, right? Back to that operating manual, just that right. concept of like, Hey, this is how we become successful. And ultimately it's that feeling of of fulfillment when we're we're operating for the intended reason why we were created man it's just good yeah and solomon he
1: wrote song of solomon Mm -hmm. when he was young man then wrote proverbs after he asked god for wisdom and he not only was blessed with wisdom but riches honor i mean more than any of us could possibly imagine
0: The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting King's dot councilcoaching.com and connect with one of our team members today. High performers, business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs, I am calling you out. May 6th and 7th, we are hosting the next Become the CEO of Your Life event in Austin, Texas. These are high performance, two-day events. More than an event, man, these things are a true experience So if you're looking to level up your relationships, maybe accelerate your business or your career or even break through those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is an absolute must attend event. So text CEO to 727-472-3860 for more information. Again, CEO to 727-472-3860. We'll see you there. To download our Kingdom Money Principle Cheat Sheet, text the word MONEY to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word MONEY to 727-472-3860. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and in the studio today, if you're on YouTube, you already know, my homie. My brother from the East Coast, not for long though. Yeah. Mr. Christian Edwards. What's up, up, man? (laughs) I always love doing these with you, dude. Yeah. It's been a crazy, weird, busy weekend. And we're doing this on a Sunday evening after, man, an incredible weekend, really. Yeah. Lots of family in town, family of choice here within the King's Council. We hosted our mastermind. For some of you that have been following us for a while, you know that we host uh, mastermind, a business mastermind, every single month, either in person or virtual, and uh, that's just been incredible. It's always great to get the family together, and and whenever we are in the same zip code, we always try to get one of these podcasts done because, dude, it's just better when you're when you're on them. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> so, in continuation from our last week's episode, I felt like it was a. Man, I just had a moment in that. And if you guys haven't listened to to that episode, I would encourage you even maybe pause this thing, go listen to that one. Yeah, because we're gonna kind of build off of that, in which really we talked about success and what we view success as. And for me, it's evolved dramatically from you know just different stages in my life. Of as I mentioned, like how I viewed success was. I want to do what I want, when I want, where I want, with who I want, how I want, basically freedom. Sure. That was my idea of success and my driving kind of force of looking to obtain money, obtain wealth. And it was really what it was going to do for me, which has changed dramatically, as I mentioned, since really just recommitting my life to Christ and understanding what my true purpose is is on this earth. And so we're going to continue to kind of unpack that Yeah, and had a lot of great feedback from, again, last week's episode from those that had listened to it. So if you haven't listened to it again, go ahead and go listen to that one first, because then we're going to build upon that here or even unpack it a little bit more as you and I've had some discussions on it. And with that, man, let's just make this a podcast. Let's make this part two, maybe even a part three. We'll see how deep we get into this.
1: Yeah. We had a few ideas. We knew we were going to record a podcast, at least one. And then after re-listening to the one from last week, it was really impactful, man, even personally for me, because as much as you covered, it was so simplistic as well as God's purpose in my life. Like, what is it? How do I find it? What's successful in God's eyes compared to my eyes? And my idea of success has changed drastically as well once I came to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's just interesting how if you ask any Grammar school kid, middle school kid, high school kid, what's success? And it's probably, you know, go to college, get a job. If you're a guy, you know, meet a woman, have kids, you know, white pick a fence. Right. And have enough money to pretty much do
0: what you said. Right. Do what I want, what I want with whom I want. Right. And man, that ain't it. That ain't it. And even just culturally here, obviously we live in the United States. Very, very blessed to live here. And our, you know, people come to this country for the American dream, right? They're looking for success, what they think that actually is. And one of the things that I had mentioned on last week's episode was that you can be very successful or you can be successful at numerous things, like lots of things. But if you're not fulfilling the actual God-given purpose on your life, you will still feel like a failure. And that was exactly what was going on in my life. Again, from the outside looking in, people would view it as a successful life. Like I was successful financially and had a lot of things, but just had that just feeling of unfulfillment, that hole burning inside of me. And thankfully, God just got a hold of me, man. Yeah. I mean, that's really a lot of how King's Council was birthed. As I've really started to dive into this and really trying to figure out, okay, there's so many people that have that same thought process, whether you're a believer or not, or you're in the church or not. It's like, there's something more. There's like, there's gotta be something more than just like going to school, getting a job, working 40 years, and then retiring. First off, I don't see that in the Bible right. anywhere, but like, what is the real reason? Why are we on this earth? Why did God obviously even create us? It's So we can go all the way back into Genesis and how why he created us. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that of like what we're doing, what we should be doing. And then ultimately last week I, I talked about Solomon and David and essentially it was like, he told him how to be successful Yeah, and he did it. Right. Right. For a period of
1: time. For a period of time. And even before that, you touched on Joshua one eight. Yes. Which was great. And you know, the scripture says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. All right, so that's the how. All right, this is how I obtain success. But then it's like, all right, well, what is it still? Yeah. And I, I love how you, you spoke on First Kings three. Um, I have it in front of me. I always have a Bible in front of me with these things, but.
0: Dude, that's one of the reasons I just love having you around. (laughs) It's my, my, I was going to say my armor bear, (laughs) my Bible bear.
1: (laughs) Amen. But here it is, you know, David's at the end of his life. Solomon's about to take over the throne. And I love this because this is like a general charge to obey God's commands, but also specific. God had told David. If your offspring is obedient to me, they will always reign on the throne over Israel. Always. And all it took was one generation to right. kind of jack that up. And it says here, First Kings chapter 2, verse 2, I go the way of the earth. This is David speaking to Solomon. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. And even that, I love that initial charge, be strong. Because if you're going to take on a mighty task for the Lord, The charge is to be strong because with great responsibilities, they require great strength and great courage and great boldness. So right off the bat, be strong. Keep the charge of the Lord, your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn, that the Lord may fulfill his word which he spoke concerning me, saying, if your sons take heed to their way... To walk before me in truth with all their heart, with all their soul, he said, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. So, I love it. David's saying, all right, son, I clearly messed up at some points in my life, but you could read the Psalms and know that David repented. I believe it's Psalm 51, where he just totally over Bathsheba and her husband Uriah killed in battle, that that whole thing. He so repented and God forgave him. Right. It's just a true testimony of God's heart for us and how he truly does forgive. But here, David, at the end of his life, he's like, Listen, son, don't listen to me because I'm saying it. Listen because this is what God's saying. Right. Obey God. And I love it. It touches, you know, with all your heart, with all your soul. Love God. Obey God. And I can't help but think of the greatest commandment
0: that Jesus stated, which. Go ahead, man. I, I see you're chomping at the bit here. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I mentioned that last week's episode as well. Like, right. the greatest commandment is, you know, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, and and then certainly then to love your neighbor. Right, love others as yourself as well. And so it's like, all right, that's yeah. I mean, easier said than done, right? L- at least the love your neighbor part. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, yeah, that can be a challenge. But I think a lot of it comes back to how do we become successful or even defining what that success actually is? Because there's multiple references in the Bible of how to be successful, but then it was still just like that. What is that even? Right. Right. Like prosperous and successful. What actually is that? Cause that's, I mean, prior to the fall, I say prior to the fall, be as if there was much time right. <laughs> prior to that, but it was like, God designed us in the seven days of creation and, Wrapping that up, essentially, our assignment, the great assignment to go forth, to multiply, to have dominion, to subdue the earth, and then going into chapter 2 in Genesis, it clearly states that we were made to work. It wasn't until he created man to work the land, essentially, and he knew that we were designed or created to actually work. So That is part of being successful. It's going to require work, but again, still just like, what is that? What is that, that feeling of fulfillment? And ultimately, again, we see a lot of ways to obtain it, to obey, right? Which back to God's given us that instructional manual. And so often we just don't read it, right? So then we don't know what success is because we haven't read how to operate our lives correctly. Right, back to that operating manual, just that right. concept of like, hey, this is how we become successful. And ultimately it's that feeling of of fulfillment. When we're when we're operating for the intended reason why we were created, man, it's just good.
1: Yeah. And Solomon, he wrote Song of Solomon mm-hmm. when he was a young man, then wrote Proverbs after he asked God for wisdom. And he not only was blessed with wisdom, but Riches, honor—I mean, more than any of us could possibly imagine. Yep. God blessed them. and then he started a backslide. Like I said in chapter eleven in First Kings, it says, "But King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughters of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites." And Deuteronomy seventeen said that not to to have multiple wives, and it warned the people of Israel of. Intermarrying with these other races because it wasn't about the color of their skin or where they're from. It was about the gods that they worshiped. And what a testament of bad company corrupts good character, right? right? Because you marry somebody who's not yoked with you and believes what you believe. I mean, this is Solomon. And his heart slowly drifted from the Lord as he started getting with these different women who it wasn't just a fact, which was wrong in itself, because in that Deuteronomy passage, it says not to have right. multiple wives. So he was wrong in that. But then it wasn't just that, it was that they were having more influence on him and their beliefs than he was having on them. So he just started to drift and he backslid. But at the end of his life, like, Happens to so many people, I believe. You look back and you're like, man, was I dumb. Right. Man, was I a knucklehead. Man, should I have just listened to Pops? Because he told me <laughs> if I just, you know, yep. trust God, obey his commands, everything's going to be all right, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And I'm going to fulfill my purpose. And the whole book of Ecclesiastes could be summed up in that, like, man, I turned from the Lord. I did things my way. I had everything I could possibly want. And I realized that this was all meaningless. Is everything here on earth is going to fade? It's going to pass. The only thing that really matters are the things that last for eternity. And he circles back, and I mean, spoiler alert for Ecclesiastes at the very end, he says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God and keep his commandments. Oh, kind of like what dad said, right? Right. When I believe he died around the age of 60. So he took over the throne at 20, died at the age of 60. So 40 years back, old man, David said, you know, fear God, keep his commandments for this is man's all for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. And Ecclesiastes it's not the easiest book in the Bible to to get first go around. Right. But if you understand the context where this is an old Solomon, Solomon looking back and essentially coming back to the Lord saying, Man, no matter what I attain here on earth, no matter what wealth I amassed, no matter what my earthly successes were, none of them mattered if I wasn't in the will of God. And that's what the podcast that you did last week made me realize that in the end, we have to have such an eternal perspective, eternal lenses, because we all have a role in the kingdom. Yep. Even those who haven't come to Christ yet, they were born with a purpose. God has a purpose. His will is not that a single man or woman should perish. So he has a perfect plan for every single person to be born on this earth. And the perfect plan includes what's done in the kingdom that will have everlasting effect. Not just, yeah, you know, let's go take territory. Let's build churches. Let's have prayer groups and this and that, all of which are great, but not without a deeper meaning behind them. We're doing all that. We're having worship nights, prayer nights. We're starting churches so we could not just lead people to Christ, but let's equip the saints Like Scripture says, you know, all those offices of the church in Ephesians 4, let's equip the saints so when people come into the church, they're equipped to then go out. Yeah. Not just come in and, you know, hear a good word, have a moment with the Lord, and, and you go out. No, the church's job is to equip all believers that walk through your door to then go out and walk out God's will for their life. And, you know, there's some general purposes that we all have. The Great Commission applies to all of us. But then there's some specific things. What is it that you, as an individual, as a believer, as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus Christ, what is it that you are doing with your life? What has God called you to? What has he purposed you for? And with that, if we could find that, I don't care if it's you're the pastor of a mega church in sunny Honolulu or a missionary sleeping in a hut in Kenya, whatever it is you will feel like the most successful man or woman on earth because you are exactly in God's will
0: right where he wants you to be. Yeah, yeah man. it's so good because I think a lot of people, especially in America here, that success is the big house, the car, the money, the lifestyle, the jet, whatever. Again, things that I, that's what motivated me for a period of time in my life. And I mean, you guys all know motivation is a fleeting thing. It lasts for a period of time, either you become unmotivated or you finally achieve that thing, right? Because that motivation is that external force, essentially, that's driving you to do something. But when you, first off, the only way you're really going to truly be inspired to understand what your actual purpose is in life is that personal relationship with Christ, right? So that's, if you want to be successful, That's that's rule number one, right? Yeah, And it really is. Once you've got that new perspective, you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind, continually transformed by the renewing of your mind, that then will open up new ideas, new thoughts, new just desires that ultimately will inspire you. So yeah. back to motivation and inspiration are two completely different things. When you're inspired, it's that internal, it, inspired came from the word in spirit, so it's that internal that force that's like more so pulling you it's pulling you to the greater purpose that god's put on your life and once you've identified that and i think we'll we'll maybe save that for the next episode is really how to dive into that because there's a question for everybody whether you're a believer and and one thing too i really think is you know what you were saying it's like it's never too late like you could be first off you can be a 16-year-old kid listening to this you could be a 75-year-old man or woman listening to this, it's not too late. God has given you this life, life right now. And so I want to just seize every stinking moment of it. I want to be like Paul when at the end of my life, I just want to be like, I've ran this race. Like, I want to be, I want to be tired, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, but in, in a way of like, man, that was a good race.
1: Yeah. And you feel that from Paul, the last letter he wrote to Timothy. He says, I've ran the race. I've kept the faith. And I love in Paul's writings, even though he knows he's locked up again and he's at the end of his life, he's going to get killed. Right. He's like, you just feel the joy, like jumping off the page when you read the epistles of, of Paul because he was in God's will. Yeah. That's what I love. There's so much safety and security and peace. It's like if anybody should like have their head on a swivel, and not be able to get a good night's sleep, it will be Paul, right? you know, <laughs> seriously. just man. read about some of the things he endured during his missionary journeys. And you just, you feel the peace that he had, you know, even to say to live is Christ, but die is gain. As long as I'm alive, I'm going to serve my master. But guess what? No matter what happens here on earth, I know when I pass from this earth, things are going to get even better. So I'm going to walk this walk with a smile on my face. I'm going to obey the Lord, obey his commands, obey the calling that's on my life, which he had such a mighty calling because let's face it, God plucked one of the the best, you know, persecutors of Christians right. and used his skills and his talents, turned it around for good, and now he was aside from Jesus himself, you know, I'm going to be all right Jesus, nice to meet you. Like, not meet you, obviously, I have right. you, but good to see you here in heaven. Where's Paul? You know? Like, I just want to spend some time with Paul in heaven.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man.
1: Yeah. And I just I feel a little convicted saying that. Like, I'm going to bypass <laughs> Jesus. Like, even as if heaven's like that, we're going to be so overwhelmed
0: by the glory right. of the Lord. Like, I right. know it's going to be nothing like that, probably, right. but... right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Yeah, dude, I think I'm the same way where it's like, first off, even what you said, Paul, who was freaking a radical playing for the other team mm-hmm. and i've oftentimes just questioned like how did god choose that guy right and it's hard for us to even who are we to even question god in anything but right. i really think that like he had to been like that dude's pretty bold that dude's yeah. not gonna give up any, yeah on anything right so it's like i i'm gonna freaking get you. Yeah. I'm playing the winning team. Yeah. Because even if you have
1: the law behind you, the religious leaders behind you, it takes some kahunas to go door to door
0: and pull the Christians out and walk them to their death. Right. And that's what Paul was doing. Yeah, man. It's just so crazy. So crazy to think that. And then just the radical transformation. Yeah. That being said, like this is what I know part of King's council, you know, our mission and the vision that God's given us. And it's even like, it is evolving. We talk about with action comes clarity. We're taking action and discovering the mission, the vision. I don't think has changed at all, but it is becoming more and more clear on how we're going to go about it. And I do know that as we continue to run this race, that God is going to be raising up and calling out some radical dudes to come fight on the winning team. Yeah, it was right. kind of cool. at The last CEO event that we had, we
1: started day two in prayer like we always do. We always allow people, we allowed a space for some God stories. And at the end of them, I was just like, man, God pulled us all from the ashes. Yeah, Everybody that shared, it's like, man, we were at one point, like everybody, playing on the wrong team until we had that moment where we surrendered. Yeah. yeah.
0: So cool to always do those events in person and if you haven't been to one of our live events, I encourage you guys to check it out on our website, any of our events coming on up. I'm not sure when you're going to be listening to this, so I'm not even going to tell you which ones we've got coming up because you got to go to the website and check them out. I'm pretty sure people wait for these to drop, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for those who are introduced to King's Council down, down the road. Exactly,
0: sure. exactly, exactly. But I think this has been good. So just a solid understanding here of, again, success, what it actually is, what it isn't. And I even want to just make this clear. Success is not, it's not even what you've done or accomplished or what other people think or what they may even call you as why you would be successful. It has nothing to do with what you've done in comparison to anybody else. It has only to do with what you've done in comparison to what you know you're supposed to do. That really is is yeah. true success. And if you don't know what that is or what you're supposed to do, come back to next week's episode. Yeah. Right. Man. Can we dive into what that? A cliffhanger. Thing? Right. Dun dun dun. Love dun. It. <laughs> you got anything else on this one? No, man. Since we're gonna
1: do a part three on this, let's wrap this up. I'm ready to get into part three. Right on.
0: Yeah. So again, if you haven't listened to previous weeks, go hit that up. What success really truly is. We've unpacked it a little bit more here but then let's go dive into really like individual purpose. Yeah. Love this, it. On next week's. All right, guys, we'll see you on next week's see episode. Ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at YouTube dot com forward slash king's council coaching